So I am Audrey Corsiani, and I am uh, the owner and artiste and uh, wellness counselor at From the Light. I resonate as an alchemist. I work with directly with uh, modalities that literally raise vibrational frequency and clear out lower vibrational frequencies. You know, guilt and shame and anger, and those are on the lower vibrational scale. And to raise those frequencies, season to joy and love there's different modalities such as sounds and sound and crystal and movement and processing and connecting to you know um guides and messages and all that good stuff and all of those processes um raise frequency and help us lead us to joy that's kind of the scientific end of metaphysics I am just a different version of Audrey and everybody else that is listening. Um, so there's a lot of what Audrey does that I am very much so in tune with and agree with. She just does um, a wonderful job with everything that she does and everybody that she meets. But I work as a medium, psychic medium, which is really the same thing because it all comes from the same source. Um, and then I own a small little shop called The Village, and we have anything metaphysical that you could possibly think of really to help people get to that end game, love, joy, happiness, success during life, because um, other, I don't really know any other reason why we would really be here except to get to that end game successfully. Okay. Right. <laughs> so um, we have known each other for how long? How long have we really, I don't think we've ever sat and said, a date right well this lifetime i would say it's been since like january so i feel like it hasn't been as long as it feels because it was right prior to covid i would say since january february and actually i found jen through a reading i was looking to reconnect with myself and um, so I had a fantastic reading with Jen and, um, you know, it was extremely helpful for my growth and development personally and um, moving towards a lot of my goals. And she's been quite an inspiration as a small business owner in the world of metaphysics because it is quite an interesting world that we are a part of in which we choose to do business and is part of our soul contract and whatnot. Like even after we did, because we did it over the phone and... It was just, you were so cute. Cause one thing that I remember, cause I don't generally remember like what comes through the messages. Obviously we'll get into why they're not necessarily for us, but I remember um, her telling me, she's like small disclaimer. I also communicate with spirit. <laughs> I remember that. Do you? I think I said something cheesy though. It was like, um, I'm not a newbie or, um, I don't know. It's not my first rodeo. I don't know. I said something to allude to the fact that I'm kind of like, you know, we're in the same realm of doing things and I didn't want to spend, we had, Jen and I both have some mutual training in the past and I didn't want her to think I was like coming in with ill intentions. So she finds out I kind of do the similar stuff. I didn't want her to like not tell her. The way that we work and how that we work, even though it's very different, it is so similar. And we always preach the same thing at the end of the day. It might we might have different words or whatever, but um, it's just, it was really a, a blessing that you had even considered to reach out to me. And then we've just been friends ever since. So one thing real quick that I just noticed is we say words a lot, I think that aren't in the normal vocabulary. So when you talk about like a soul contract, I do believe 
coming to this planet and being in existence and incarnating, being born into a body can happen multiple times. I believe in the Hindus, what they would call reincarnation. So, and I believe that we make this choice to, let's say, carnate on this planet in this space for lessons. So each time we come down, each lifetime is an opportunity for a new set of lessons and growth for, you know, essentially evolution. And each time could be, let's say, a different contract. And then the other fascinating part is other souls, you can also have contracts with them, different things you learn from other people. Um, I think certain things are definitely set in stone, you know, but I, I kind of believe that everybody that we meet, even if it's the smallest of interactions, like we've designed for them to be in our path one way, shape, form or another. I always try to tell people like, um, I try to give them the image of sitting in a big conference room with like whoever their higher power is and just determining, okay, well, I want to be born on such and such date. So I have these personalities and I want to have this person kind of come in and be my abuser because this is where I need to learn. And then I'm going to be able to grow and evolve. But then we get here and we forget it. And we're like, what in the fuck, what is going on? And then we, you know, we get lost in the illusion when we go through the incarnation, but we always have that, that blueprint, that, contract that's pretty much exactly and then you know you start getting into you know we do forget about it and that's you know that's kind of part of what we do as people in the realm of metaphysical is it's kind of like taking yourself out of the experiment or experience well i guess it could be an experience but taking yeah. out <laughs> experience and taking a look at it so that we're not so overrun with feeling i mean we're here to feel and experience it's that moment from it being the obstacle in our life and how do we like cope or deal with the obstacle to that like epiphany or understanding that the obstacle is the path. Every obstacle in our path is an opportunity to overcome an obstacle rather than an obstacle itself. But that's how we essentially grow. Just in regards to alchemy, I mm. think people might better understand alchemy as comparing it to being empathic because everybody's on that empathic thing. They're like, I'm an empath. It's horrible. I got 99 problems and they're everybody else's because I'm empathic. Like, but like the empathic is just a simpler word for using your clear sentience. And that's part of your sixth sense, but understanding the feelings that you're getting when you use that sixth sense, when you use that empathic ability, that's where the alchemy and everything kind of comes in because that's when we have the opportunity to be able to transmute and transmit and receive and disperse and change the world. We kind of had this idea that there was only a few gifted ones and some people were more gifted than other people. And that's very true. A lot of us can be born into with what we say gifts as our clairs and the mm -hmm. empathic clairsentience. So that's the ability to feel, you know, through our body system, other people's energy and emotions and all that. Once we understand so we have our body's physical body, you know, our arms, so we have our energetic body and how that functions, you know, with our physical body, we have sight and sound and taste and touch and with our energetic body, we have the clears. As we kind of go through these lessons and become less, I guess, triggered by situations and can yeah. kind of roll for punches more, we would essentially raise our frequency and then 
potentially activate our clairs more and more. The other thing is, is I think that from previous generations, there was so much fear into the unknown and so much diversity that nobody really got into why we feel what we feel. Like, why did I walk into Walmart perfectly fine and came out a stark raving mad woman? Like, why? Why do I always get into an argument when I go here? Why don't I like crowds? Why don't I like this place or that place? But now I think people are starting to understand, oh, I'm just picking up on everything that's around me. So once we start to kind of learn and things are are made into light, things come to light and there's no more um, unknown, then there's no more fear. And then when you remove the fear, then you become more empowered. Do you remember um, one of your first most prominent empathic experiences? So for me, I, I think it was when I was about three and a half, four with my mother because this was like the early 80s and everybody was afraid of their own shadow at this point there was a lot of like it's very beginning of you know a little bit more of women empowerment and stuff not that it wasn't there but my mother specifically was scared everything i was her first born you know she was nervous if she was going to do everything right and it would give her anxiety so i started having anxiety picked up from her as like a three or four year old after you picked up on that at like five three to five or whatever like how long did it take for you to not only like recognize it but then also to start working with it so i didn't really recommend like looking back and knowing like what you would maybe call like symptoms or situations in which now I would be aware of what was happening, but I was pretty much unaware and kind of thought there was like a problem until I was about 17. And at that point, um, I took my first Reiki class. I think that mom started to plug in even earlier. Um, she has a degree in design. She started working with feng shui. So this is a method of design that you work with the latitude and the longitude and the elements for creating perfect harmony within your space. That stuff really works. Like, and that's all, it's so funny that, well, it's not funny, but it's interesting how when we reflect on our lives, then we see where the domino effect came from because I mean, all that really is, is alchemy. Feng Shui is just another form of alchemy. When you first introduced to this discussion, the term empath, and you know, folks kind of feeling, you know, until you really understand that this isn't a system to, you know, take in energy and how to maybe make it more comfortable, block it up, turn it up, turn it down, be aware, step in, step out. You know, you just kind of, it can be very abrasive and it can be very, I don't want to say crippling in the physical term, but emotionally, you know, we're all empathic at some level, yeah. you know, and it may not be for the kid who's not exactly plugged in and very comfortable in large settings and the energy doesn't bother them. They might need not need it as much, but their friend right next to them might be in dire need. I think, and this might be going way off topic, but I really think that a lot of the uh, dependencies and the addictions, whether it be something that's behavioral or a substance or whatever, like a lot of that really is because people don't know 
what's wrong with them. Like how many people have you got that have come to you and said, I'm crazy. A lot of people that I will connect with, their first thing is always, this is gonna sound crazy. And I'm like, try me, you know what I mean? But once they understand why something's happening and they kind of understand the science behind it, which is where the alchemy plays into like spiritual communication, then they're like, oh, you know, we're just, it's like we're watching society kind of awaken and evolve all at once. And I think that's really why, and correct me or add on if you want, but like, I think that's why we were like, yeah, let's just do, let's do this and let's talk about random things and things that might be helpful to reach as many people as possible because there's a lot of misinformation out there just as much in the spiritual community as in any other community out there. And I think it's kind of time we just dispel some of that shit. I think it's all based around fear and money. You know, yeah. I mean, I think it should be fully ultimately up. You know, there's a level of putting yourself out there and sharing what you have, but it should always be, you know, let me know if you're interested. You know, it shouldn't be like you have to, you know, and those yeah. are some like flags you know, red flags when you hear because there is an, uh, the saturation within the community is getting, you know, more and more, you know, you shake a tree and 30 Reiki practitioners falls out. But yeah, the end and of life the day, coaches. don't forget the life coaches and the life coaches. It's giving your clients like, you know, enough guidance, you know, when necessary or when asked, but also letting them kind of steer their own ship. The goal is really to make people self-sufficient teach them to feed themselves for life. And sometimes, yeah, it's a longer process for other people that need to be, I don't want to say coddled, but they need a little bit more extra attention or they need an extra help doing that. Some people just get it and they fly and that's wonderful. But I think that there are teachers out there and this even happens like in every type of profession. You'll get somebody and they're like, no, you have to do it this way. But there are some people who could, I could even say it sounds very predatorial because you know, we're like, you know, we're all empathic, but if you're looking for somebody to take advice or to further your spiritual development with, and you're hearing something like along the lines of, you have to do this, this is the only way to do this, to, you know, don't learn from other people. Those are things that are just fear-based and it really should be a hodgepodge of whatever, you know, you're guided to. Because and everything, like we already talked about, everything is a lesson. So even if you do stumble on a couple, you know, maybe not so positive influences, it's like that could very well be a lesson that you had to remember, you know, maybe you were too eager to go for guidance outward and you should have gone in or something of that nature. And, you, you know, it's like understanding when those things are happening. And Use your physical eyeballs to recognize a path or a lesson that's being laid in front of you. And instead of seeing it as something that you're forced to do, see it as something that you're able to kind of create a certain canvas by. Like you look at the universe as your canvas, you know, and when you operate, like you were talking about vibrational frequencies earlier, and that's like, that's really where that simply gets put into raising your frequency. When you operate in a different mindset that's more positive, that's when we raise our frequency. That's alchemy. That's when we get to a point where we're able to start understanding the clairs and the empaths and the, all that wonderful stuff that I know we're going to talk about all the time. <laughs>